Hello and welcome to this IBR Extra, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. In the 45th edition of our program, which aired during the first weekend of November 2020, we spoke with U.S. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos, who spent a day in Iowa in mid-October. Partnerships continue to help build a skilled workforce that fits the changing global economy. But change can be hard. DeVos toured two of those unique efforts during her visit, the Career Academy of Pella and the Agriculture Stewardship Center at Dort University in Sioux Center. The purpose of the trip was really to see firsthand some of the terrific opportunities that uh, Iowans are creating for career readiness and uh, career pathways. Visiting Vermeer Manufacturing, where they have a tremendous uh, apprenticeship, work-based learning program there. And then uh, Dort University to look at their two-year career tech um, program that allows for students to earn certifications and uh, associate's degrees while having an on-campus uh, living experience. And it was uh, it, both of them really, really uh, creative and really addressing the needs and opportunities for Iowans. This is part of an evolution, is it not, so that the K-12 system can be even more responsive to ultimately career needs of young people? Absolutely, and we're seeing more today than ever before uh, the absolute imperative that the K-12 experience has got to be a lot more flexible and nimble and uh, really forward-looking at the opportunities that uh, young people need to be prepared for. And uh, just the other day, I visited a really interesting career and technical program school in North Carolina that uh, was a cooperative effort by surrounding communities and districts. And it had multiple pathways for high school students to explore and learn from while in high school so that when they, when they graduate, they have a much better handle on what it is that really excites them and energizes them. There are some who are concerned that if, for example, Dort University, a four-year college, if they start doing too much, I'll call it tech-oriented, they call it pro-tech, I guess, there in Sioux Center, if there's too much of that education, then everybody will be doing everything and no one, no educational facility will be successful, including community colleges. What's the rebuttal to that? There is a great opportunity for higher ed institutions to really rethink how they're preparing students and what their programming is that is relevant for students and opportunities today. And I think, you know, this, uh, this pandemic is bringing that into focus more now than ever before. You know, before COVID hit our country, we had almost 7 million jobs that were going unfilled, um, most of which did not require a four-year college degree. And uh, there's, there's continued to be this mismatch around preparation coming out of high school and exposure for young people to a wide variety of opportunities. Well, a lot of those, uh, those realities are coming into much clearer focus today, and uh, the higher ed institutions that uh, really get in front of that curve and are responsive to the needs and opportunities and adjusting their programming and what they have to offer are the ones that are going to be long-term successful as institutions. 
You visited the Vermeer Corporation, which is a fantastic story in and of itself. How unique are some of these programs that are funded by Future Ready Iowa, the business and governmental partnerships that you saw when you were in Iowa? You mentioned a, a tour to another state recently, but how unique are some of these Iowa opportunities for the citizens here? Well, I think they're really great models for other states and other regions to uh, study and emulate, frankly. And uh, the work uh, between public-private um, sectors in, uh, in a, a situation like at Vermeer um, in Pella is, is just one great example. And um, your state leadership, uh, you know, Governor Reynolds and all of uh, the leaders in Iowa have been very forward-leaning into the career and technical readiness for students while in high school. And that is, uh, that is, you know, actually, you know, middle school is where young people really need to have exposure to what all the opportunities are to give them a much broader picture for what their future might look like. We know that making things and creating things is at the core of what makes America great. And we are, we are seeing across the country uh, a renewed focus and energy around those kind, creating those kinds of opportunities and bringing those opportunities back to communities where talented people are looking for uh, just that kind of opportunity for themselves. Uh, American ingenuity, American creativity, and creating opportunities for all Americans. And the focus on that and the focus on uh, bringing, making sure industry has every opportunity to make and create and build what they have to offer right here in our country and, uh, and send it to those around the world that uh, need and want it, relentless focus on that has been uh, to the benefit of everyone. Talk to those who are listening who are saying, well, now, wait a minute, that's not really what education should be doing. Education and the Department of Education should be much more about book learning as opposed to the, the vocational side of things. Well, education, in, in, in our view and the whole administration's view, really should be a lifelong pursuit. And uh, the education experience, as most know it today, has been uh, very consistent and very, um, I, I would say, in many cases, uncreative for the last number of decades. We see now that education has got to change and has got to be a lot more flexible and nimble and able to respond to well, the realities that we are, are, are living in today. Um, every other sector of our economy has changed and iterated over the last two or three decades as technology has become more ubiquitous. But education has been very much stuck in uh, the, a similar place to what it was 50, 60 years ago. Education is important for everyone to pursue, but the important thing is that every individual be able to find the right pathway for him or her to be prepared for what it is that they are wired up to do and what they're passionate about contributing. How hard has it been to buck the trend? As you say, this has been more than a half century in the making, and there are some rather powerful, interested forces who would like to keep the status quo. Well, there are. There, there are very powerful forces that are focused not on doing what's right for students, but uh, more on adult issues and adult, uh, you know, adult jobs. 
And this, you know, the pandemic has brought into focus, particularly in K-12 education, the absolute imperative that the K-12 experience has got to be more customizable, more personalized, more flexible, and more nimble for every student. We see families today who are, because their, you know, their school is not responding to the needs of their family that are taking things into their own hands by creating essentially micro schools or pods or one-room schoolhouses and uh, homeschooling consortiums, um, a lot of different creative solutions. But the heartbreaking thing is not every family has that opportunity because they don't have the resources which is exactly why President Trump and our administration have been championing the School Choice Now Act at the federal level, which would create opportunities for families and states to make those choices and take resources to the learning experience, learning opportunity that is right for each child. U.S. Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos. We spoke by phone on October 30th. The Iowa Association of Business and Industry is a supporter of the Iowa Business Report, radio program, and podcast. The Iowa Business Report airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, with the podcast posted right here every week, along with additional IBR extras and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.